Good evening, dear listeners. Teacher Sam here with another episode of You, Me, and Words. This is season six, episode three. And yes, we keep on going. We keep on learning. Tonight, I would like to jump back to our English book called Charlotte's Web. Yes, I know, I know, it has been a while since we've read uh, this book. But but when I tell you that we try our best to include as many different subjects as possible in this podcast, I really mean that. So I have not forgotten about our amazing book, Charlotte's Web, but I read it with you guys here whenever there is an opportunity and whenever I have a chance. So obviously, if you are listening to this episode for the very first time, then I recommend go back all the way back to the very first episode and start reading excuse me, and start listening to every single episode. And I guarantee you, you will be able to catch up very quickly to this amazing story uh, between a young girl, a pig, some other animals, and a spider. Yes, the name of the book is Charlotte's Web. Uh, this book was written by E.B. White. This is definitely one of my favorite English books ever. And it's honestly a pleasure for me to share this story with you guys here. Please remember, I do not own any copyrights or any kinds of rights to this book. I recommend you purchase, you buy this book on Amazon. I think it's like $7 or $8. And follow the story in the book. Highlight the new words uh, listen to the episode as many times as you want, as many times as you need to, and follow the story. I, I promise you, as you kind of join this journey of learning and reading books in English and just learning English in general with us here, you're going to notice that Whenever we are reading Charlotte's Web, it's not just about reading. It's about understanding what's on every page, following the story, breaking down the story, and really trying to understand, hmm, what is it that the writer of this book is really trying to talk to us uh, about here? So buckle up, get ready. And let's get started, dear students. Here we go. Charlotte's Web, Chapter 16. So the name of Chapter 16 is Off to the Fair. Off to the Fair. I really hope you have this beautiful book in front of you. And I hope that you are able to follow me as I read this beautiful, beautiful, phenomenal story to you here through this episode. Otherwise, in other words, if you don't have the book, just listen, pay attention, follow the story. Here we go. 
The night before the county fair, everybody went to bed early. Fern and Avery were in bed by eight. Avery lay dreaming that the Ferris wheel had stopped and that he was in the top car. Fern lay dreaming that she was getting sick in the swings. Lurvy was in bed by 8.30. He lay dreaming that he was throwing baseballs at a cloth cat and winning a genuine Navajo blanket. Mr. and Mrs. Zuckerman were in bed by nine. Mrs. Zuckerman lay dreaming about a freeze, a deep freeze unit. Mr. Zuckerman lay dreaming about Wilbur. He dreamt that Wilbur had grown until he was 116 feet long and 92 feet high and that he had won all the prizes at the fair and was covered with blue ribbons and even had a blue ribbon tied to the end of his tail. Down in the barn cellar, the animals too went to sleep early, all except Charlotte. Tomorrow would be fair day. Every creature planned to get up early to see Wilbur off on his great adventure. When morning came, everybody got up at daylight. The day was hot. Up the road at the Arable's house, Fern lugged a pail of hot water to her room and took a sponge bath. Then she put on her prettiest dress because she knew she would see boys at the fair. Mrs. Arable scrubbed the back of Avery's neck and wet his hair, parted it and brushed it down hard till it stuck to the top of his head, all but about six hairs that stood straight up. Avery put on clean underwear, clean blue jeans, and a clear, excuse me, and a clean shirt. Mr. Arable dressed ate breakfast, and then went out and polished his truck. He had offered to drive everybody to the fair, including Wilbur. Bright and early, Lurvy put clean straw in Wilbur's crate and lifted it into the pig pen. The crate was green. It gold, oh, in gold letters, it said, Zuckerman's famous pig. So let's stop here just for a moment. I want to talk about this page, these two pages here. As you can see, everybody at the farm is getting ready for tomorrow. They are excited. They cannot wait. But why? Why? Because they are going to the fair. To the fair. How do you spell this word? Just in case you don't have the book in front of you, you spell it like this. F-A-I-R. So what exactly is a fair? It's basically an organized event where many people get together. Some people are selling fruits and vegetables and different products. And then some people are singing and performing. And there are um, 
you know, different activities that you can do. So especially a long time ago, people used to go to like the county fairs, I don't know, once a year or whatever. And it was like a big, big thing, right? A big deal. It was important. That's why you see everybody is excited and you know, they're all getting ready, they're taking showers, they're preparing their best clothes, they all are excited about this fair. But remember, the farm owner is taking his pig, Wilbur, to the fair because he wants to include his pig uh, to to be part of this competition right? So the best, most beautiful pig will win a prize, right? So of course, the farmer, Mr. Zuckerberg, is, you know, he's he's thinking about his pig, and he is really hoping that his pig will win. Okay, by the way, his name is not Zuckerberg. Sorry, his name is Mr. Zuckerman. Zuckerman. All right? Okay, so you see everybody, all the animals at the farm are very excited. They are getting ready to wake up early tomorrow to see Wilbur off. What does that mean? They want to say bye to Wilbur. They want to wish him good luck, right? Okay, so as you can see, at this point of the book, there is this beautiful friendship that has been created, that has been formed between all these different animals at the farm, right? Right? Okay, so we go on to the next page. Charlotte had her web looking fine for the occasion. Wilbur ate his breakfast slowly. He tried to look radiant without getting food in his ears. In the kitchen, Mrs. Zuckerman suddenly made an announcement. Homer, she said to her husband, I am going to give that pig a buttermilk bath. A what? said Mr. Zuckerman, a buttermilk bath. My grandmother used to bathe her pig with buttermilk when it got dirty. I just remembered. Wilbur's not dirty, said Mr. Zuckerman proudly. He's filthy behind the ears, said Mrs. Zuckerman. Every time Lurvy slops him, the food runs down around the ears. Then it dries and forms a crust. He also has a smudge on one side where he lays in the manure. He lays in clean straw, corrected Mr. Zuckerman. Well, he's dirty and he's going to have a bath. Mr. Zuckerman said, Uh, sat down weakly and ate a donut. His wife went to the woodshed. When she returned, she wore rubber boots, an old raincoat, and she carried a bucket of buttermilk and a small wooden paddle. Edith, you're crazy, mumbled Zuckerman, but she paid no attention to him. Together, they walked to the pig pen. Mrs. Zuckerman wasted no time. She climbed in with Wilbur and winged 
to work. Did you hear, by the way, that uh, Mrs. Zuckerman uses the word filthy? Filthy? Oh, what does that mean? When somebody is filthy, they are very, very dirty. Yes, muito, muito sujo, né? Ou muito, muito sucio, não? Sucio. He's very filthy. He's very dirty. Okay? Dipping her paddle in the buttermilk, she rubbed him all over. The geese gathered around to see the fun, and so did the sheep and lambs. Even Templeton poked his head out cautiously to watch Wilbur get a buttermilk bath. Charlotte got so interested, she lowered herself on a drag line so she could see better. Wilbur stood still and closed his eyes. He could feel the buttermilk tickling down his sides. He opened his mouth and some buttermilk ran in. It was delicious. He felt radiant and happy. When Mrs. Zuckerman got through and rubbed him dry, he was the cleanest, prettiest pig you ever saw. He was pure, white pink around the ears and snout and smooth as silk. So you see, guys, they are also cleaning Wilbur the pig, right? They are getting him ready, making sure that he is super clean and ready for the fair, for the fair. The Zuckermans went up to change into their best clothes. Lurvy went to shave and put on his plaid shirt and his purple necktie. The animals were left to themselves in the barn. The seven goslings paraded round and round their mother. Please, please, take us to the fair, begged a gosling. Then all seven began teasing to go, please, 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 please. They made a quite, they made quite a racket. Children, snapped the goose. We're staying quietly at home. Only Wilbur is going to the fair. Just then, Charlotte interrupted. I shall go too, she said softly. I have decided to go with Wilbur. He may need me. We can't tell what may happen at the fairgrounds. Somebody's got to go along who knows how to write. And I think Templeton better come too. I might need somebody to run errands and do general work. I'm staying right here, grumbled the rat. I haven't the slightest interest in fairs. That's because you've never been to one, remarked the old sheep. A fair is a rat's paradise. Everybody spills food at a fair. A rat can creep out late at night and have a feast. In the horse barn, you will find oats that the trotters and pacers have spilled. In the trampled grass of the infield, you will find old discarded lunch boxes containing the fowl, remains of peanut butter sandwiches, hard-boiled eggs, cracker crumbs, bits of donuts, and particles of cheese. In the hard-packed dirt, 
of the midway after the glaring lights are out and the people have gone home to bed, you will find a veritable treasure of popcorn fragments, frozen custard dribblings, candied apples abandoned by tired children, sugar fluff crystals, salted almonds, popsicles, partially gnawed ice cream cones, and the wooden sticks of lollipops everywhere in Everywhere is loot for a rat. In tents, in boots, in haylofts. Why, a fair has enough disgusting leftover food to satisfy a whole army of rats. Templeton's eyes were blazing. Is this true? he asked. Is this appetizing yawn of yours true? I like high living, and what you say tempts me. It is true, said the old sheep. Go to the fair, Templeton. You will find that the conditions at a fair will surpass your wildest dreams. Buckets with sour mash sticking to them. Tin cans containing particles of tuna fish. Greasy paper bags stuffed with rotten. That's enough, cried Templeton. Don't tell me anymore. I'm going. Good, said Charlotte winking at the old sheep. So you see, what exactly is going on here? Well, now we know that Charlotte the spider has decided that she is also going to the fair. Is she going there to have a good time to enjoy herself? No, she's going there as a good friend of Wilbur's. She's going there because she wants to help Wilbur and make sure that everything is okay with him. But you see, Charlotte also invites Templeton, the rat. But as you know, Templeton is a very difficult rat. He doesn't listen to anybody. Okay, so so he's kind of like, no, no, I don't want to go. I'm not going to go. But then, Char but then Charlotte, she's so intelligent, right? She 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 comes up with ideas like. How do I get him to go? How do I get Templeton to go? So she tells him, oh, my God, you're going to find lots and lots of food everywhere. And so what does he say? He says, good, I'm going, I'm going. Okay, so that's the story so far. Now then, there is no time to be lost. Wilbur will soon be put into the crate. Templeton and I must get it. <laughs> Templeton and I must get in the crate right now and hide ourselves. The rat didn't waste a minute. He scrampered over to the crate, crawled between the slats and pulled straw up over him so he was hidden from sight. All right, said Charlotte. I'm next. She sailed into the air, let out a drag line, and dropped gently to the ground. Then she climbed the slide of the crate and hid herself inside a knot hole to the top board. The old sheep nodded. What a cargo, she said. That sign ought to say Zuckerman's famous pig and two stowaways. Look out, the people are coming, shouted the gander. Cheese it, cheese it, cheese it. The big truck with Mr. Arable at the wheel backed slowly down toward the barnyard. 
Lurvy and Mr. Zuckerman walked alongside. Fern and I, Avery, were standing in the body of the trunk, hanging to the hanging to the sideboards. Listen to me, whispered the old sheep to Wilbur. When they open the crate and try to put you in, struggle. Don't go without a tussle. Pigs always resist when they are being loaded. If I struggle, I'll get dirty, said Wilbur. Never mind that. Do as I say. Struggle. If you were to walk into the crate without resisting, Zuckerman might think you're bewitched. He'd be scared to go to the fair. Templeton poked his head up through the straw. Struggle if you must, said he, but kindly remember that I'm hiding down here in this crate and I don't want to be stepped on or kicked in the face or pummeled or crushed in any way or squashed or buffeted about or bruised or lacerated or scarred or biffed. Just watch what you're doing. Mr. Radiant, when you get, sh when you, oops, when they get showing you in. Be quiet, Templeton, said the sheep. Pull in your head. They're coming. Look radiant, Wilbur. Lay low, Charlotte. Take it up, geese. The truck backed slowly to the pig pen and stopped. Mr. Arable cut the motor, got out, walked around the rear, and lowered the tailgate. The geese cheered. Mrs. Arable got out of the truck. Fern and Avery jumped to the ground. Mrs. Zuckerman came walking down from the house. Everybody lined up at the fence and stood for a moment admiring Wilbur and the beautiful gray, gray, uh, green crate. Nobody realized that the crate already contained a rat and a spider. That's some pig, said Mrs. Arable. He's terrific, said Lurvy. He's very radiant, said Fern, remembering the day he was born. Well, said Mrs. Zuckerman, he's clean anyway. The buttermilk certainly helped. Mr. Arable studied Wilbur carefully. Yes, he's a wonderful pig, he said. It's hard to believe that he was the runt of the litter. You'll get some extra good ham and bacon, Homer, when it comes time to kill that pig. Wilbur heard these words and his heart almost stopped. I think I'm going to faint, he whispered to the old sheep who was watching. Kneel down, whispered the old sheep. Let the blood rush to your head. Wilbur sunk, no, Wilbur sank to his knees. All radiance gone, his eyes closed. Look, screamed Fern, he's fading away. Hey, watch me, yelled Avery, crawling on, crawling on all fours into the crate. I'm a pig. I'm a pig. Avery's foot touched Templeton under the straw. What a mess, thought the rat. What fantastic creatures boys are. Why did I let myself in for this? The geese saw Avery in the crate and cheered. Avery, you get out of that crate this instant, commanded his mother. What do you think you are? I'm a pig, cried Avery, tossing handfuls of straw into the air. Oink, oink, oink.
The truck is rolling away, Papa, said Fern. The truck, with no one at the wheel, had started to roll downhill. Mr. Arable dashed at a driver's seat and pulled on the emergency brake. The truck stopped. The geese cheered. Charlotte crouched and made herself as small as possible in the knothole so Avery wouldn't see her. Come out at once, cried Mrs. Arable. Avery crawled, oh, Avery crawled out of the crate and hands on, oh my goodness, come out at once, cried Mrs. Arable. Avery crawled out of the crate on hands and knees, making faces at Wilbur. Wilbur fainted away. The pig has passed out, said Mrs. Zuckerman. Throw water on him. Throw buttermilk, suggested Avery. The geese cheered. Lurvy ran for a pail of water. Fern climbed into the pen and knelt by Wilbur's side. It's sunstroke, said Zuckerman. The heat is too much for him. Maybe he's dead, said Avery. Come out of that pig pen, immediately cried Mrs. Arable. Avery obeyed. Oh, my gosh. Avery obeyed his mother and climbed into the back of the truck so he could see better. Lurvy returned with cold water and dashed it on Wilbur. Throw some on me, cried Avery. I'm hot, too. Oh, keep quiet, hollered Fern. Keep quiet. Her eyes were brimming with tears. Wilbur, feeling the cold water, came too. He rose slowly to his feet while the geese cheered. He's up, said Mr. Arable. I guess there's nothing wrong with him. I'm hungry, said Avery. I want a candied apple. Wilbur's all right now, said Fern. We can start. I want to take a ride in the ferry's wheel. Mr. Zuckerman and Mr. Arable and Lurvy grabbed the pig and pushed him headfirst toward the crate. Wilbur began to struggle. The harder the men pushed, the harder he held back. Avery jumped down and joined the men. Wilbur kicked and trashed and grunted. Nothing wrong with this pig, said Mr. Zuckerman, cheerfully pressing his knee against Wilbur's behind. All together now, boys, shove. With a final heave, they jammed him into the crate. The geese cheered. Lurvy nailed some boards across the end so Wilbur couldn't back out. Then, using all their strength, the men picked up the crate and heaved it abroad the truck. They did not know that under the straw was a rat and inside a knot hole was a big gray spider. They saw only a pig. Everybody in, called Mr. Arable. He started the motor the ladies climbed in beside him. Mr. Zuckerman and Lurvy and Fern and Avery rode in back, hanging on to the sideboards. The truck began to move ahead. The geese cheered. The children answered their cheer, and away went everybody to the fair. So, guys, that's the end of the chapter. But I want to talk a little bit about a couple of very important points here. So remember, where exactly are they going in this chapter? They are going to the fair. But please don't forget, Wilbur the pig 
He's so scared that they are going to kill him for Christmas. But why? Why is he afraid that they're going to kill him for Christmas? Because many, many people around the world, what do they do? They eat ham for Christmas. And where do you get ham from? Well, you get it from the pigs. So Wilbur is super scared that he's actually going to get killed. Okay. And so do you see on this page here, it says, you'll get some extra good ham and bacon, Homer, when it comes time to kill that pig. You see, right? People are making these comments about Wilbur, reminding Homer, hey, you have a big pig here. You know, you're going to get some good bacon and some good ham from this pig. And what happens when Wilbur hears this? He faints. He loses his conscience. That's how shocked, that's how scared, that's how nervous he is. Guys, when I tell you that this is one of my favorite books ever, I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I absolutely love this book. I cannot tell you how many times I've read this book. It's such an amazing book. And one of the main reasons why I absolutely love this book is because of this very unique friendship between a pig and a spider. And although the spider is very, very small, and when we look at a spider, we perceive this spider to be very weak, not strong. As you can see, this spider in our story is extremely intelligent. She's working really, really hard to try to somehow save Wilbur's life. Now, the question is, will she manage to save his life? Will she be able to do it? What's going to happen at this fair when they get there? Well, don't stop listening because I'll be back tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow night. I'm going to give you an extra episode this week because I did not give you an episode last week. So I'll be back with chapter 17 of Charlotte's Web tomorrow, Thursday. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support, for your feedback. Um, let's continue to grow our community of learners here and know that I am very, very proud of you. No matter where you are, no matter how and when you're listening to this podcast, I'm very, very proud of you. You have not given up. You keep on learning. You keep on trying. And I'm very, very grateful for that. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you.